Hello ladies and welcome to the Legacy Homeschool Reflections Podcast. I'm your host Ruth Adams, welcoming you to this episode where we are going to continue our study through the fruit of the Spirit. We're looking today at the fruit of faithfulness and we're going to talk about God's faithfulness and then our need also to be faithful to what God has called us to in our lives. And so if you're following along in the journal, I'm on page 91 of the Word Study Scripture Writing Journal for Ladies, Volume 2. And this journal is all about the fruit of the Spirit. You can find this journal on Amazon, and I invite you to pick up a copy and follow along through this series. Now, Jonathan Edwards has a quote that says, A true and faithful Christian does not make holy living an accidental thing. It is his great concern. As the business of the soldier is to fight, so the business of the Christian is to be like Christ. Okay, so a good soldier is committed to um, his calling, to um, the fight that he is engaged in. And as Christians, we don't need to kind of lean on like, oh, it will just happen, you know, by osmosis or there will just be an accidental sanctification in my life. I'll just accidentally become more Christ-like. That's not how it works. We have to be committed like a soldier would be. A true and faithful Christian does not make holy living an accidental thing. It is his great concern. I ask you today, is it your great concern to live a holy life? Is it your great concern to become more like Jesus Christ? It should be a great concern for all of us that we would passionately seek the Lord and become more like him and more committed to serving him with all that we have. And as we seek him and we obey him and we offer ourselves to him for his service, we will become more Christ-like. And that is the goal. There is a great hymn that we are probably most of us familiar with, Great is Thy Faithfulness. And it says, Great is Thy Faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with Thee. Thou changest not, Thy compassions they fail not. As Thou hast been, Thou forever wilt be. I find encouragement in that line that says, Thou changest not. Because our world, our society, our culture is changing so rapidly. And there are so many concerns with all of the uncertainty and all of the things that we see around us that look, um, you know, can cause fear and anxiety. And we know that we serve a God that does not change. He's always the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm also thankful that his compassions fail not. He is compassionate. He knows on the times we're living in. He knows how challenging it is to parent our children in times like these. And his compassions fail not. The chorus says, great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. And I am thankful for those morning by morning new mercies that we can see when we look to the Lord. Some days we just have really rotten days. And it's so wonderful to be able to close out the day knowing there will be fresh and new mercies in the morning. 
The hymn goes on to say, Summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in their courses above. Join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love. And, you know, every day we can see the Lord's faithfulness. Just when we look at the sky, we see the sun, we see the moon, we see the stars. And in the various seasons, um, we have a house in Ohio, a little vacation house that we rent out to people as they like to uh, go and tour the Amish country in Ohio. And in the fall, the the leaves are, the fall foliage is spectacular. And I live in Texas. I'm in Texas most of the year. And when we get to go to Ohio in the fall and see the beautiful fall foliage, it is amazing. And it makes me think of just God's great faithfulness, how he every year sends the various seasons and they come and they go and they're a gift from him. And we can be reminded of his faithfulness. And then it goes on to say, pardon for sin and a peace that endureth thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide. Strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Blessings all mine with 10,000 beside. And I am thankful that the Lord gives us strength for each new day. He doesn't give us all the mercy and all the strength that we need for the rest of the week or the rest of the month or year. He gives us the strength and the mercies and the grace for the day that we're in and even moment by moment and hope for tomorrow. Um, there's a lot in our world that is very concerning that can create a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainties, a lot of unrest, but we can know that as followers of Jesus Christ, we always have hope for tomorrow because we know this world is not our home and we're on a pilgrimage here and our true home is in heaven with the Lord where every tear is going to be dried and there will be no more suffering or pain or sorrow or grief. And so we always have something to look forward to. Now, turning over to page 92 of the journal, the scripture writing verse is Deuteronomy 7, 9 that says, Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. I really love the verses in scripture that talks about the faithfulness of God for generations to come. And that is something that I pray for that the Lord will be faithful, not just in my lifetime, but that he will be faithful to our family through the generations so that long after I'm gone and my husband is gone, generations will continue to pass on the hope of the gospel to the next generation, that they will be proclaiming the faithfulness of God to the next generation for generations to come. That is what I pray for. And this verse says that he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. So what does it mean to keep covenant? Well, um, on each day scripture writing, there is a word study box. And what we did is we took a keyword from the scripture writing passage in this case, we took the word covenant and we provide 
the Greek or Hebrew meaning to enhance your understanding of the word. And so in Hebrew, the word covenant has to do with like an alliance, a pledge, a covenant, a uh, agreement, a constitution. And so this is something of strength and permanence that God keepeth covenant. He keepeth an agreement with his people. And that is comforting. You know, we see all around us unfaithfulness in our society. We see unfaithfulness in marriages many times. We see unfaithfulness We see in parenting. We see parents who are not faithful to raise up their children in the way they should go, who are not faithful to train and disciple. And we see children who grow up and rebel against the instruction and the wisdom of their parents and are unfaithful children. All over our society, we see such sad examples of unfaithfulness, but God is a faithful, covenant-keeping God, and we can find comfort in that security and knowing that. And then we need to be like Christ. And so Hebrews 10, 23 says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that promised. And so we need to hold fast to our faith without wavering, without doubting, without falling away. And yet ultimately it is God who gives us our salvation and ultimately it is him that is faithful and keeps us on the path. Um, this verse here says, let us hold fast. So what does it mean to hold fast to the profession of our faith? Well, in Greek, hold fast means to hold down, to have, to hold, to keep, to possess, retain, seize, stay, take. And so we want to just, you know, really hold down the profession of our faith. We want to be faithful to our covenant-keeping God. We want to um, retain that walk with Him and not fall away. We want to stay in the way that we should go. And that needs to be the cry of our heart. Lord, please keep me faithful. Lord, please keep me on the right path. Lord, please preserve my faith and cast away doubts and renew my mind with truth. Um, it's only ultimately God that can do anything through us, including keeping us faithful. And there's a song that I think of when I talk about this, and it's called, He Will Hold Me Fast. And I'm going to read some of this here. When I fear my faith will fail, Christ will hold me fast. When the tempter would prevail, He will hold me fast. I could never keep my hold through life's fearful path, for my love is often cold. He must hold me fast. You know, when we see people falling, Christians falling, people being deceived, it's really quite alarming and sobering. And our prayer should be, Lord Jesus, please hold us fast. Please preserve our faith. Please help us not to be deceived. Please help us to walk in truth and follow you and be like you. And then it says, those he saves are his delight. Christ will hold me fast. Precious in his holy sight, he will hold me fast. 
He'll not let my soul be lost. His promises shall last. Bought by him at such a cost. He will hold me fast. The chorus says, He will hold me fast. He will hold me fast. For my Savior loves me so. He will hold me fast. And there's another verse. For my life he bled and died. Christ will hold me fast. Justice has been satisfied. He will hold me fast. Raised with him to endless life. He will hold me fast. Till our faith is turned to sight. He, when he comes at last. The last verse says he will hold. No, I'm sorry. That's the chorus. He will hold me fast. He will hold me fast. For my Savior loves me so. He will hold me fast. And so let's commit ourselves to be in the word to be in prayer to renew our minds to be intentional and to pray that the lord jesus will give us discernment and wisdom in these crazy times that we're living in and times of great turning away great disillusionment great deception uh, discouragement fear anxiety all of these things that we see happening in our culture and in the evangelical world. And let's pray that as we seek the Lord and we read his word and, and you know, are renewed in our thinking and thinking biblically, that the Lord Jesus will hold us fast, that he, through his faithfulness, will keep us faithful and keep us on the right path so that we don't turn to the right or to the left in the wrong direction, but we stay on that, that good path. So, you know, um, Christ loves us. He bought us with his own blood and with a perfect love and a perfect faithfulness. And no one in this whole world can hold us, love us, and keep us as faithfully as Christ. So when we're disappointed by others, let us remember no one can love us. No one can understand our hearts and our needs like Christ, like our creator, God. And through his faithfulness, we are given grace to extend faithful love to others. Sometimes it's not hard to, I mean, sometimes it's very hard to faithfully love others when we may feel hurt or disappointed. But through his faithfulness, he can help us to be faithful and loving others. We're called to be faithful to others as we exercise faith in following Christ and Sometimes our faith burns low. Sometimes we're discouraged. Sometimes we're weary. But through prayer and reading the word, our faith will be strengthened. And faith is a gift from God. So when our faith feels weak, it is the perfect time to ask the Lord to strengthen and preserve our faith. Faith and the grace to exercise our faith is the gift of God. And so let us look to him. Let us not think that you know, um, we're strong enough in ourselves. Oh, I'm just going to do the right thing. No, we're not strong enough. Discouragement, confusion, fear, disillusionment, all these things can really knock us off of our feet. Let us trust the Lord as we look to him and we're faithful to, to be in his word so that we can think in a, a biblical worldview. Let us be faithful and just trusting him that he who began a good work in us will be faithful, you know, as the Bible says, and he who called you is faithful, he will surely do it. We in ourselves um, tend to grow weary 
and grow discouraged and grow frightened. But the Lord who began that good work, the Lord who, who gave us faith in the first place, wants to hold us fast and not let us go. You know, um, think about how we love our children. We just want to hold them fast. We would never want something to take them away or hurt them. We want to draw them close and hold them and protect them, right? From, from something that could be a threat to them. The Lord loves us and he wants to hold us fast. So what I've been encouraged through this um, talk today in is just that God is faithful. Let's remember and meditate on his faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. I encourage you to just sing that song and, and really meditate on those truths in your heart. And then remember that God is a faithful, covenant-keeping God. And pray for that covenant faithfulness for generations to come. And then that we would be faithful, that we would not grow weary, that we would not, um, you know, go and be led astray, but that the one who began that good work, the one who made us alive in Christ when we were dead and he made us spiritually alive when we were blind spiritually, he gave us sight that he would continue that good work. He would continue sanctifying us and setting us apart and using us and holding us and guarding our hearts and minds against discouragements and disillusionments in anything that would lead us astray or lead us, you know, false teaching, any of that, that he would give us wisdom. He would preserve our faith and strengthen it and um, perfect it and continue to make us more and more like our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope this has been encouragement to you. We serve a faithful God and a God who does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Ladies, I appreciate you joining me for this episode of the podcast. And I would love if you would leave a rating on iTunes to help other ladies to be able to find the podcast. I would love it if you would share the podcast with your friends, maybe on your social media. And I would love for you to uh, to join me on Facebook at Ruth L. Adams and send me a note. Let me know you're listening to the podcast. I invite you to check out my website at LegacyHomeschoolReflections.com. If you'd like to be on my newsletter list, you can sign up over there and I'd love to stay in touch with you. Well, I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you are encouraged just by remembering the faithfulness of our Lord. And I will look forward to talking with you next time. May the Lord bless you.